Hey y'all, consider yourself hashtag blessed because you've hit the Parade Social YYC podcast, a podcast focusing on the voices of the GSD community in YYC. Join me at Gayota YYC and the squad hashtag trademark as we're going to be talking about some fuckery that has gone down in Alberta now that we have repealed Bill Eight. No, we repealed the protections yeah. under Bill Twenty Four. Yes, so and amended Bill Eight, which is our education bill. Mm-hmm. So we've all got some serious heated discussion ready for this. But first, let's find out what's going on in the news. Here's just the tip. Because we don't give all the news. Sometimes you need just the tip. It's just a little tease. Okay, what's the stories? What's the tales? What do we got? Well, first of all, we have a special guest with us today. Oh, yeah. We may as well talk about her. Yeah. Because yeah. I always love her. Because she's, talk she's kind of a big deal. She's giving me the stink eye. <laughs> exactly. All right. So we are joined today by my mother, Gail, mm-hmm. or we call mm-hmm. her Mama Bear or Mama H. Yeah. We have like four different names you for you. Exactly. Anything. You don't Just want don't me call to... me late for dinner. Yeah, you don't want to know what I call you. Oh, hey. Whatever. You'd be nice. Hey-oh. <laughs> okay. So we've got some new stories that have happened for the in the in during the past week. I think I'm going to start with Nicki Minaj, which is not something I ever thought I'd say no. in my entire life. Definitely. But um, I am going to give her props for taking a stand against one of her concerts. Um, she was originally supposed to play in Saudi Arabia as a headliner for one of their concerts. But, and she quotes, While I want nothing more than to bring my show to fans in Saudi Arabia, after better educating myself on the issues, I believe it is important for me to, t- to make clear my support for the rights of women, the LGBTQ <coughs> community, and freedom of expression. So, she was the headliner for a concert. It was like a big outdoor festival kind of thingy. She pulled out because of the way that they are treating people in general. Yes. It's basic human rights violations yeah. is what yeah. she's citing. She so, yeah, I'm, I'm actually really impressed. Yeah. I never yeah. thought that it would, it would actually be Nicki Minaj. I know. I know. Things like that, right? I, I'm giving much. her props for yeah. all of yeah, this. For doing that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I good agree. for her. Setting up for that. I think that's mm-hmm. great. I think we've, we have seen other people taking stands kind of in that way. Well, again, as long as she doesn't like pull a Dixie Chicks and like there goes her career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? I think that was so ridiculous with the Dixie Chicks. Mm-hmm. Because look at how people are talking now. And the Dixie Chicks really got a bad rap. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? well, I, well, I think, but again, it's because... I like that. Well, it was because of her fan awesome. base, their fan base, though. Yeah, but yeah. it was because, you know, back then it was George W. <laughs> and now we look back at George W. because we got Trump. <laughs> and it's like, George oh, w. my God, I know. That it, yeah. We, we remember the gold, good old days of George W. Bush. <laughs> yeah, like he might have been stupid, but he wasn't yeah. hateful. He so wasn't hateful. I think it's, it's going to be the same thing. I doubt highly that her mm. career will suffer because of this. No, because her, her fan base is a lot of, like, it's Young. it's it's GSD people yeah. and women. Yeah, I, I believe, yeah. I, and I think her fans, uh, as the empowered female base that are actually listening to, yes, <laughs> uh, the ones that like to give a little twerk for, in their trunk. Yeah. But, I don't get it, but oh, She's just talking about anacondas. That's, <laughs> that's all I remember. Oh boy, condas. Uh, all right, what else do we got for the news? Uh, we got Jason Momoa being body shamed. I cannot believe that. Oh, God. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. Talk about it. What's going on? All he did, he gained a little bit of weight. I don't That's even it. think he gained weight. I think he's on vacation, and I think uh, 
He wasn't thinking about cameras. I think it's because he, he was actually... wait for a roll. Yeah, I think he was probably. eating normally, and I think it's because he's not, like, cutting carbs and cutting yes. water and all this stuff, so he's abs. Because he doesn't have to look like Aquaman right now. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's not working okay. as Aquaman. So, so he could suck that in, and it's all right yeah, back. Like, let's, let's be clear. Let's, now let's talk about his dad bod. Yeah. Oh, my. Because, so dad bod, to me, is like... You're a little, you got a gut. You got yeah. a beer gut going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? You're a little yeah. bit soft. Right? Soft. Yeah. I'm sorry, but that's still, that stomach, still though it might not have the abs, that still looks like it's it's pretty solid. Yeah. yeah. That's, like, when you look at that, <laughs> I know most people won't remember it, that Galen probably will, because she's <laughs> almost my age. It's, that's what porn actors looked like yes. in the 70s and the yeah. 80s. Yeah. Not so, that I have any clue, because I never watched oh, it. Of course but not. What I'm saying is, <laughs> but, like, that was like the pinnacle of oh, hotness yeah. back then. Yeah. It was. So it's like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So in twenty years, it's like what used to be hot. Yes, we I know we yeah. go in cycles, but now we're shaming him for looking oh, normal. Wait, he's not the first man to have been shamed oh, over no. gaining no. a few pounds. No, because uh, uh, Wentworth Miller, who yeah, yeah. was, was oh, on, yeah, 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 yeah. Prison Break, mm-hmm. he had gained a bunch of weight. Yeah, uh, and was totally body shamed for mm-hmm. being on the bigger side. And I'm like, I'll take Wentworth Miller, bigger or smaller. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, no one's right to do that. Yeah, I know. I'm tired of these keyboard yeah. warriors. Yeah, I know. But it's the same, same thing when, um, oh God, who was Batman? Why can't I remember? Which Batman? Batman? Thank oh, you. Christian Bale. Uh, because he's he's like the most ridiculous one of it. Yeah. Because he like, you know, he did like the mechanic or something like oh, that. Yeah. And he was he weighed 80 pounds. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. he like gained weight for another role. And then he lost weight for Batman. And then he gained weight yeah. to play that president. And I think it's a joke in Hollywood. So anytime that you actually have a huge weight shift, you win an Oscar for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it show, totally shows you that you are yeah. dedicated to your craft. Charlize Theron well, did that for that mm-hmm. uh, yeah. monster. Monster. Well, that's even Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt was pretty oh, doughy in yeah, yeah. Parks and Recreation. And he was still hot. And he was still hot. And then... I mean, I don't respect him now, yeah, yeah. but he gained bulked up for his role in Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy and then stayed bulked for yeah. his role in Jurassic Park, yeah. or yeah, Jurassic so, World. Yeah, so he's just stayed that way. So yeah, yeah, now he's hot and whatever, whatever. But it's still the fact that I, th- I think we're putting a focus on this because we're fin- not saying finally, but we're seeing a lot of men get shamed for it when yeah. women have been shamed for it for years. Yeah. But it's a lot of women like, shaming always. the men too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. women do that away. too. Which makes yeah. me laugh because it's all the women that want body positive bullshit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Which is great. But then they're the first ones to turn around and say, oh my God, he gained 15 pounds and his abs aren't like. Yeah. She's harder than Exactly. I know. I whatever. And I personally, I prefer my actors are a little on the doughy side anyway. Because, mm-hmm. you know, like, because there, there's a point where you get too muscly and you just doesn't look good. And you yeah. look fake. Yeah. And like The Rock did that in one of the Fast and Furious ones where mm-hmm. like his, like, his oh. neck muscles had muscles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was just disgusting. <laughs> Yeah. But he's still the rock, let's be honest. <laughs> oh, he looks, but he looks way better now, today, in all his movies oh, yeah, he does now, nice. yeah, yeah. than he did it when he was like really bulking up there. True. Mm-hmm. I don't know, now I'm just like imagining Jason Momoa. Just stop body shaming I know, I think I've lost my train of thought. So uh, what's our next news story? What have we got? What's on the dock yet? Shocker. They've gone and fucked up your childhood oh because now they've gone and... Made Little Mermaid black. <gasps> I know. You mean a, a, a woman who lives in the Mediterranean isn't supposed to be black, right? A fictional character can't be a different race. No, a fish. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we have we have a bigger problem with the fact that this is a half fish woman who was black. Yes. Yes. On top. Yes. Yeah. 
rather than the fact that this is a half fish woman who can talk and wants to sleep with a white dude. Like, but the person that wrote Little Mermaid wasn't he actually? He had a crush on. A Little Mermaid originally was written as an unrequited love story (laughs) to a male friend. Yeah. So it actually started as a it's a, it's, it's like a, a gay, gay story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know why. Well, because they society ain't up has made arms. it easier for people to. Oh yeah, to they watch totally it. watered it down, that's and happened. that's fine. They've sugarcoated it. So, yeah. uh, but really, what I would want to see is Hark Jason Momoa coming oh, up, dang. rising out of the sea to find himself a Prince Charming. Yeah. yeah. That's what I want to see, and I'm putting good money on that. <laughs> Jason Momoa and Chris Evans. Yeah, yeah. Because Chris Evans would make such a good prince. He is America's ass. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just excited to like research for that graphics. And yeah. I, <laughs> I have a reason to put America's ass on Instagram. I'm so happy about that. Okay, so also talking in movies, uh, there's another movie that is making yes. waves. Look at that yes. segue. All right, oh. so Toy Story 4. Oh. Particularly the group One Million Moms, and I say that very loosely. Oh. It's more like 100,000 moms. Mm. It's like 50 moms. <laughs> yeah, I know. So anyhow, they are all in a tizzy um, because they are t- are saying that Toy Story 4 it will desensitize children to gay people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so why is this? Here's what happens. So in Disney's uh, newest installation of Toy Story, so Toy Story 4, there's a barely noticeable background moment that showed two women dropping their children off to kindergarten. So Monica Cole, who's the leader of One Million Moms, and says... A bitch. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm sure I'm you're a lovely really. person. No, no, probably not. I'm, she's probably a bitch. Uh, like so she states, later the moms turn to pick up their child who gives them a hug. The scene is subtle in order to desensitize children, but it is obvious that the child has two mothers and they are parenting together. Okay, pause. Couldn't it just have just been fucking nannies? Thank you. Or yeah. an aunt? Right? Yeah. Sisters? God, one million moms. Like, some what people... if the father died and yeah. these two had to go pick up the children and tell them what happened? Exactly. What if they're sister wives? What? <gasps> exactly. What TLC, TLC sister wives. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's Robin and anything. Mary. And this image was in the background yes. of the movie going on. Yeah, yeah. So I never pick up on the background stuff. Mm-hmm. I have to call no, you for information. <laughs> Did this really happen? <laughs> so how is yeah? How is what, oh, that one person? You know that one person that picked yeah. it up and then got on the fucking Facebooks to but all their like. But it's the same people moms. that are mad because there's penis pictures in the background of. Every Disney movie. Or every, yeah. Every oh, the Disney phallic symbols, yeah. yeah. Well, and yeah. remember Beauty and the Beast. That one split second in the oh, dance, the yes. live version at the end, where the two men were dancing and did a spin. Yeah. And that was it. it. I, 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 had to, I had to rewind it and watch it like four times because yeah. I yeah. kept missing it because I blinked. Yes. <laughs> but this is exactly why it got banned in China. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's yeah. a whole thing. It's ridiculous. Well, and did you hear about the Elton John movie in Russia? They have edited out a bunch of scenes yeah. that show love between him and uh, his They partner. did the same thing in Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. yeah. It's just missing stuff. It's so ridiculous. The reason One Million Moms has a problem with this mm-hmm. is they say that Toy Story 4 is the last place parents would expect their children to be confronted with content regarding sexual orientation, she proclaimed. Issues of this nature are being introduced too early and too soon, and it is extremely common yet unnecessary. Um. Continue. Okay, so here's where I have the issue with that. First of all, it is never too young to introduce your children to love in different forms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second of all, there are children out there with same-sex parents. 
Why can't they see same-sex families in their movies? Why they can't they watch? have representation? Right. And excuse me, I'm a single mom. I'm a same-sex. I'm, I'm female. Yeah. Just female in my house. Mm-hmm. And I have raised three children. Mm-hmm. And only one of them is gay. Yes. Right? Exactly. I think what my issue is, they're complaining that it's too early for them to have oh, any of BS. this sexual yeah. whatever, whatever. Yeah. But they don't complain when Woody and... Calamity Jane, whoever. Yeah. Who is the. Pew, pew, who's the biddy? Woody. It's, oh, it's not oh, Bo Peep. Yeah. It's the redhead with pig Jesse. 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 Yes. Their boyfriend and girlfriend. I know. That is a. That's not too young to introduce boyfriend and yeah. girlfriend? They didn't complain exactly. about that. And like, that in the first Toy Story, uh, Woody and Bo Peep were dating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like, if you're going to complain about shoving sexualization in, in someone's yeah. face, you need to take a broad spectrum of it all. And it's also if, like Nomeo and Juliet. Like, like you yeah. know, they're both, like, the yeah. relationship too. Yeah. Right? Actually, um, put a pin in that one, because oddly there was a freakout from the UK because there was gnomes that had pride flags. I don't know if I actually posted Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, someone freaked out because gnomes are supposed to be genderless, and they were freaking out. But that's... It was genderless? In a, it was Every in gnome I see is, is a male gender. Yeah, exactly. I want a female gnome in my garden, and I can't find <laughs> one. So, <laughs> so everyone's going to freak out about They're something. These people are just, like... Yeah. It's just driving me nuts. They're, to ha- go, they're hateful bigots. Yes. yes. If it doesn't fit their heteronormative lifestyle, yeah. it's yeah. wrong. And, that's and this is what gets me, and it's kind of off topic, but it's it's against everything for this little itty-bitty scene to be shown. But yet it's okay for a pro-life group to drop a horrific picture over an over, uh, uh, overpass while I'm driving down the highway with my five-year-old and my three-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not mm-hmm. gross? That's okay that's to look acceptable. at? Yeah. That's acceptable? Uh, speaking of, also in the news, Jesus, this is just so many oh my gosh. tangents today. <laughs> if you haven't seen, there is a new movie that is called Unplanned. Yeah. It is um, a movie about pro-lifers yeah. um, that puts them in a positive light. And it is being played in three cal- three theaters in Calgary. Yes, starting this weekend. Yeah. So we're not saying uh, not grab your pickets it. and your uh, pitchforks and storm the theater, but... They have the right to, to discuss and have a movie which from I, their perspective. Which yeah. I agree but with. But if I'm not going to go and picket that... Then stay the hell away from the ones that I'm okay with. Yes, yeah. right. That's exactly it's about it. being we are respectful. Not... Why do you do it to us? Yeah, exactly. exactly. So it's just they're over it. Just exactly. get over it. We got over it. We got over the fact that hey, guess what? We are the ones that have to deal with right. everything else, and we are okay with that. Yeah. Maybe you should too. Mm-hmm. So exactly. I think that's just that it's that. perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Adam, um, uh, yeah, then... do you want to talk about the local news story, and then we'll lead into our main story? Uh, yeah, well, there's actually one that came out of Ottawa, actually, okay. where Ottawa is actually looking at criminal code reforms to deter shameful conversion therapy. Um, so currently, like, they're saying that the criminal code, like, with um, unlawful confinement and stuff like that could potentially be geared towards the conversion therapy. And also fraud could be also in there because of paying for those that kind of yeah. service as well. Um, and that the federal government is actually... conversion therapy doesn't work. I know. And that, um, and also, too, the American Psychological Association has actually opposed it as it's an, an uncredited form of therapy, as well as medical institutions. Mm-hmm. And the federal government is also calling on all provincial governments right now to actually put... Because it's in the provincial's jurisdiction mm-hmm. to control that. However, there's actually... 
four provinces that actually have bans completely against Good. it. Mm-hmm. Um, Manitoba. Yeah. Why are why is Manitoba all so progressive? Goddamn progressive. Yeah. So progressive. Um, Ontario. Mm-hmm. Nova Scotia and wow. Prince Edward Island. Wow. Fantastic. Which, uh, for those of you that listened to our conversion therapy episode uh, a couple months ago, we did also discuss that yeah. that there too. I didn't want to well, I didn't want to drop down and, the shout out, but I guess <laughs> some people have to pander. And British Columbia has also <laughs> just introduced two. British Columbia has also introduced legislation to prohibit conversion therapy. Mm-hmm. So uh, in Ke- or in Alberta, despite the fact that the current UCP government has disbanded the conversion work conversion ban therapy work group because they're fascists Be- yeah <laughs> <laughs> because they don't believe it is a public health matter or that is how they've stated or it. what i said okay yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> very <Jesus>. true <laughs> the city of calgary uh, i believe the city of edmonton has passed a bill or passed a bylaw saying a banning conversion therapy mm-hmm. in edmonton calgary has started to follow suit and we are currently discussing it in our city chambers mm-hmm. which is awesome to hear Good. and hopefully they'll have a resolution i'm hoping before our pride hits in september there was actually awesome. only one city in Alberta and at St. Albert that is actually passed it. Yeah. And it's, they are also saying that people, businesses cannot obtain a license if they're performing conversion therapy. Well, those caught advertising to offering those services to minors could be fined $10,000. But it's not usually businesses, it's churches and everything like that. And And under the ground, under the radar. Yeah, they cite religious reasons. And that's usually the big issue. And uh, it's great that the cities are doing it. But I think for the most part, it's it's rural areas and everyone that is like it, it, when it's small towns and they're very steeped in religion and community. And then that's, that's where the bulk of it is all happening. Mm -hmm. It's not, you're not going to see it in a big metropolis, metropolis. Yeah, that's the word. Like, yeah, it's going to happen if you're going to have like small segments of each community is there in a city, but you're going to see it outside of the city more and more and that's yeah. what it would yeah, be yeah which is stupid uh, i just wanted to ask because i don't have a clue yeah yeah um has there been individuals who have felt gay um in the wrong body uh, and i don't mean to be disrespectful but that have actually sought out conversion therapy because of their family and everything that they want to so it's not that they're being forced Mm-hmm. It so is. I know what one, happens I know in that. It is. It is like, rare that it happens. It, 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 it honestly, it's very rare that we see cases of that. Okay. Yes, there are some people out there that because I've known a few people who are yeah. have been afraid to come out. Yeah. And was until they were adults. I know a person, so, and I'm not gonna tell who it is. Like you know, and it's up to them to say. Yeah. No, but that's them. what I'm saying. Is yeah, what happens somebody. in that? Because it that's where this other side is going to say, but people want to change. They don't want to be gay, so we need to have this. Yeah, but really, the reason they okay, but the reason that they're wanting to change, and you even said it in there, mm-hmm. is to be is to be more comfortable in their family yeah. Yeah. and to be respected and right. welcomed by their family. Right. It's like it's not like they want to do it for them. They're wanting to do it so they feel that they are welcome, okay. right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I can say. I'm going to conversion therapy because I know I'm broken and I need to be fixed. But I'm not saying that's because you've been told you're broken. Exactly, that's right. You're not saying you're not doing it for you. You were doing it to appease for everyone else else. to be accepted, and that's the issue. I think conversion is the absolute wrong word to use. But where they go in, they can sit down and talk about this. 
like and to understand it to themselves. understand it for themselves mm-hmm. and to recognize you're not weird this is you were born this way mm-hmm. right uh, but I think that it, that's just therapy yeah and yeah. I think yes. therapy is one million percent better yes. option yes. than yeah. conversion therapy absolutely because mm-hmm. in conversion therapy it's like brainwashing it is you are yes. brainwashed yes. It, it, oddly enough we just saw something about a cult the other like last night or something yeah and it that's exactly what it is you are um, brought up with this way and you are stripped of your rights and you're stripped of your freedoms and you are told you're supposed to be this oh, way. yeah, drunk history did yes, something. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So you are supposed to be this way but you're not this way so yeah. you need to fix yourself and make sure that you are on God's path and God's plan and family and whatever. And whatever. people start believing And that. they believe it so mm-hmm. they believe they need to fix themselves yeah. instead of being able to seek therapy and realize that the feelings they're having are not wrong. They are just different, mm-hmm. and they need to be able to accept that. Yeah. So I think that's kind of that whole issue on... We know conversion therapy is bad. Yes. Period. So we just need to be able to... Just and if anybody wants to share the story, I'll okay. uh, Yeah, I would love to. It's still a big hot-button issue. Okay, let's end the news on a pleasant story. Okay, so... Sorry, the story is loading. Oh, Lord. Shut up! Don't give him the electronics. <laughs> <laughs> if I had more than two devices in front of me, I could have had all the stories panned out. Wow. So it's your fault. Wow. <clears throat> okay, so Angelica Ross, who is a transgender actor, uh, or actress, sorry, she's known as Candy Ferocity in Pose, which is Ryan Murphy's mostly transgender cast. Mm-hmm. FYI, if you're gay and you haven't heard of Pose, yeah, like get out from it, it, It's kind of where we know Billy Porter from because yeah. Billy Porter gets to wear all those fancy dresses yep, yep. and all that jazz. So you're saying um, I need to get out of the rock. Yeah, get out of the rock, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> so she recently made history because she is the first transgender actor to secure two regular roles leaping from Pose onto the new season of American Horror Story. So we're going to give her props because it's amazing. It's a yes. great feat. Although, mm, both are done by Ryan Murphy. So it's like, I kind of liked you, so I'm just going to put you over here. Yeah. yeah. But mm-hmm. I'm Which, not going to put I mean, her success. Ryan Murphy, yeah. definitely. He's definitely known for reusing the same. He, if he likes you, you're in. Yes. And he will He will write all the roles in the world yep. for you. Because you were amazing. We yes. love you. And uh, by all means, I want to see her succeed. All this representation that we possibly can have. Yeah. And she does amazing in Pose, so let's see her do amazing in AHS. Yeah. So that's really all i got to say about that. Yeah. Uh, so she is the second transgender actress to secure a regular series role, period. The first one obviously being Laverne Cox with mm-hmm. Orange is the New Black. Yeah. Um, but this is still huge, because it, it also shows that there's a huge lack of representation of trans people within mm-hmm. entertainment. Oh, God, we know yeah. that. Yeah. But it's... It's uh, we are very. It's something we know that we're very slow to pick up yeah. on. There was no gay representation a while ago, right? Yeah. And finally, we had lesbian representation. I don't think we still have any bisexual representation on TV. That I, I don't think so. No. Except Callie, but she's not really on TV anymore. On TV anymore. Oh, I loved Callie. Not right. I know. But it so a lot of the representation we see comes from one person. It comes from Ryan Murphy and what he creates. Yeah, it, that's that's true. On American Horror Story, it was a lot. It was all there. Yes. It was a very good spectrum of the GSD community on a lot of people. But it shouldn't have to realize... And even Pose. Pose is a bunch of GSD people of color. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which, again, we're not seeing a lot oh, of. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. But it shouldn't fall on one person to create mm-hmm. all these roles and all this representation. Yeah. Granted, I mean, he pretty much runs FX right now. Oh, yeah. He's got it. He's got free reign. He can yeah. Do <laughs> but it's getting better. 
in terms of yeah. like progress yeah. from like 20 years ago was no, like no. basically what queers folk yeah yeah and that was like it mm. so uh that was just the tip i think we actually plunged deeper than just the tip <laughs> on that one mm. so i think we went a little, we balls deep on yeah, that one all in <laughs> um we're gonna take a small break and then we will be right back with our main topic We're back. Hoot. Okay. Yay. So let's talk about the big story that oddly enough actually made international headlines, which mm-hmm. is kind of sad and depressing. After a lengthy 46-hour debate in the legislature, uh, the UCP government passed a amendment to Bill 8, which is our education bill. The reason there's so much controversy around this is because Part of Bill 8 repeals protections and put into place under Bill 24 for GSAs in terms of forming them and protecting students' identities. And I want to go through how GSAs will work under the new amended Education Act. And then we're going to talk about it as a group, I think. So under the Education Act, Alberta will have, this is being claimed, will have the most comprehensive legal protections for GSAs in Canada. Um, the Education Act specifically guarantees students are entitled to create inclusion groups, including GSAs and QSAs, so Gay Straight Alliances, Queer Straight Alliances. Schools cannot disclose a student's membership in any inclusion group, as there are student privacy consider- considerations that trump other legislation. All school authorities are required to follow the law. Public schools must follow the Freedom of Information and Protection Privacy Act, and private schools must adhere to the Personal Information Protection Act. Uh, legislation needs to balance protecting children and their privacy uh, with the rights of parents so children are getting the supports they need. Under Alberta's privacy legislation, disclosure of GSA membership would only be justified if a student is at, at risk of harm. Educators will need to navigate these difficult situations to do what is best was in the best interest of the kids. So, here's how to create a, a GSA in Alberta. Uh, students must ask a staff, mem- staff member at the school to start a GSA. The principal must permit the GSA. The principal designates a staff liaison to support the GSA. The students select a group name. If the principal cannot find a staff liaison, the principal informs both the board and the minister, and then the minister will appoint a responsible adult. So that's when our parents can step in if there isn't a faculty member. As a student-led group, the students, with support from their staff liaison, plan the next steps such as meeting dates, times, and activities. And the last part of this is respect for the law. So school authorities are bound by privacy laws, protect personal information, and may only disclose personal information if authorized under these laws. Any student participating in a GSA has the right to ask their school authority to not disclose their participation. While a student can and has the right to ask their school authority not to disclose such information, the school authority has the obligation to consider each student's unique circumstances under the law. Though it would be rare, disclosure of GSA QSA membership uh, would only be justified on the basis that the disclosure would advert or minimize a risk of harm. Some situations uh, could occur that would justify this. These may include the following. 
so where a school received credible information from, that someone is threatening to harm GSA members, if information came to the attention of a teacher as, the, as a result of a student disclosure made in a GSA meeting, uh, so for example, possibility of self-harm, uh, disclosure may be justified in order to avert or minimize a risk of harm or if disclosure is required for the process of law enforcement, purposes of law, law enforcement. Schools routinely inform parents about student information that is included in the student record, such as grades and attendance. Participation in GSA is not included in the student's record and is protected under the privacy law, so it cannot be disclosed without careful consideration of privacy legislation. Good. All school authorities are required to follow the law. Public schools must follow the uh, freedom of information and protection of privacy and private schools have to follow the Personal Information Protection Act. So that is how a GSA will work under this, these new amendments. Okay. Um. <laughs> so so I, I know I just dropped I, a ton of information. And, and I've got like so many things running through my head. Okay, so I agree to it to an extent. Yes. There's good things about it and I especially the harm situation. So yeah. on the surface should be doing that. On the surface, this looks like GSAs are protected under the law. And in theory, that will probably work. However, what they're not disclosing is that under Bill twenty four, school administrators were only given two weeks to render a decision on, on mm-hmm. starting up a GSA. There is no timeline under under Bill eight. So they could take all year before they, they could take it. all year exactly. Last day of school, yes, it's approved. Yeah, and then that for person, this year. But then, then that person, but then that person might not even be in school if it was a yeah. if it was a senior that wanted it, yeah. and now they're gone out of school. They don't have to worry about actually having a GSA next year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I know that uh, an excuse that was used when I tried to start my GSA was that um, Gay Straight Alliance didn't fall under the curriculum of studies, which I think is going to be one that is used quite a bit, um, unfortunately, and what. Uh, a lot of our high schools, or uh, especially in high schools, what a lot of them forget is that there is an anti-homophobia unit in our career and life management classes, so it technically falls under the curriculum of studies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although, what, uh, girl. Okay, okay. so, <laughs> but no, just even with that, like, how does chess club go with the, stu- like, unit of studies? How can a school have a chess club yeah. if it has absolutely nothing to do with curricular studies? Exactly. And then they're using that... As a case against GSA, yeah, just allow that's all I'm saying for that. Okay, I, I just want to like rewind because there's like so much that was like hullabaloo going on about that. You were talking about how they wouldn't have to be disclosed that they were in a a, a participant in the GSAs yeah. unless they were unless the harm. Yes, but you didn't say it, it, it wasn't just harm against myself. It was so if there, there was somebody someone else to harm harm the some, GSA, yeah, harm Members, the GSA. Yeah. So literally, that makes sense. No, because does, okay, no. Now you get this redneck bully. Okay, yeah. So who so comes is, in? Yep. And they don't even. It doesn't even have to exist. All they have to say is Billy yep. Joe Bob said he's going to hurt every single member in the GSA. So now I need to tell you parents who's in it. Yeah. That is justification. Mm-hmm. Under the law yeah. to out everyone that's in a GSA to their parents. So here, here's the issue with the way that this is laid out right now. And this is how it actually shows in the actual bill itself. So, because this is according to the Government of Alberta website. That's where I pulled this information from. There is so many gray areas in here. It's and so this big. is what the NDP had a problem with. And why Bill 24 was put into place to begin with to close those gray areas. Yeah. 
So, so they've they, just reopened more gray. They've reopened a whole lot yeah. of gray. Yeah, no, they, they've pretty much said, you know what, we're pretending to protect these kids, yeah. but really what we're doing is we're allowing parents to still have control because mm-hmm. it could be the same thing. Like, what if... And the police. They could say, the police had an issue with something that's going on in here, yeah. so now we need to release all your information. Yeah. Right? Because that was another one, if police well, investigations mm-hmm. pursued it. So in any small town, if, if you know, if, uh, if the Poe doesn't want this around, all they have to do is be like, mm, we don't trust someone in there, so I think we're going to open an investigation. It's probably they're smuggling drugs. Mm-hmm. Like, something like that. That's all it's going so, to take. For those of us that paid attention to the election this uh, this past year... Um, Which I think everyone should have. <laughs> the UCB ran on the platform that there was an undisclosed child, or there was a nameless child removed from a nameless school for a nameless event who was allegedly part of a GSA, and that's why this became such a big so issue. So one child? One child. One child. Allegedly. Puts, allegedly. puts everyone else at risk. Yes. So one child allegedly removed for a GSD-related event. I think it was probably some sort of youth-leading conference. Um, which is pretty typical. They were removed from school grounds without the parents' permission, and that is why all of this has come up. Yeah. But literally, this was just... Wait, okay, wait. Even if this story is true, yes, it's just a... It's whitewashing. And, and it's just a sound like... A it's just an excuse. They yes. just made up an excuse. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, what are our thoughts on this? Based on the information presented, how do we think this will actually affect GSAs in our in our province? I want to say, sorry, I want to say how many principals, how many teachers are actually going to take and, and go with this? I, I don't know what all of your experiences were in school, but in the experience that I've had with my three kids, I felt that all of the teachers and principals were very supportive of the students and what they needed and the conversations I've had with any of them. And again, I think in the mo- for the most part, yeah, um, I... I wish that to be true. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of teachers, especially nowadays, I think because they work with the public, and I don't want to make the generalization, mm-hmm, yeah. aren't really all that conservative. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think there's a lot because teaching is kind of an art. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're they're much more liberal, liberal. and they're much more open minded, yes. and they're much more accepting of everything. They almost and, have to be if you be a teacher. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's also because there are studies out there that show that gay straight alliances or queer straight alliances save lives when a, when a school has has a GSA or a QSA in it it reduces the risk of suicide to a GSD youth mm-hmm. yeah and we know that the suicide rates of GSD youth is far and above way more than their straight counterparts yeah. it's like 4 60, to 60 70% yeah. of youth who, who commit suicide identify as GSD yes mm-hmm. i wonder if it's dependent on the like location of the schools too, exactly because even from my school, like we had three thousand students in there, and there was openly gay students, and then from what I saw, they never really got bashed. Yeah, and that was fifteen years ago. But I don't know if it's going to be. It's not just about bashing, but there wasn't GSAs when you were in school, right? I I think there was kind of one in the school, but I wasn't really part of it. Okay, and because I, I know, hell no, no, when I was in school, there's no way that anything like that would have mm. even been started. And not mine, me, right? Mm-hmm. And I think again, that yeah. goes to location, and I think that's the big issue in like where rural Saskatchewan. in rural Saskatchewan or rural <laughs> Alberta. What's the what's the teacher like? Yeah. I'm imagining like Miss Crumpet or Cratchit <laughs> from like Little House on the Prairie, a very hard conservative. 
you know, grabbing yeah. the ruler mm. out if you're not doing your number squares right or whatever. Yeah. Like that's right. what I'm picturing as. I know, I know it's wrong, and it's probably yeah. just it's you're in my head. However, but like, I could see it as if that's what the rural community is. It's a like an elderly old woman who's yeah. been doing the same job, the school marm for seventy years. She's not going to feel the same way about a GSA yeah. as uh, the city well, teacher. Yeah. Like for right? me, growing up in Saskatchewan, my high school was grade, grade 7 to 12, 200 students yeah. total. Exactly. Right? Did not have a GSA. I wish there was one in a way, but I don't think I would have joined it because yeah. I would have been outed. You would have been, right been targeted. I would have yeah. been targeted in, in right 200 away. people. 200 people. If everyone we, knows everyone. One thing gets said one second, yeah. it's all around the school yeah. one, exactly. two seconds. But like when I was in high school, I was the only out gay kid until my senior year. I never came out. Um, and so out. like my, my friend, my best friend and I at the time, we tried to start a gay straight alliance and we were turned down for it. And I'm like, I know we have closeted gay kids in this school that would benefit from having Absolutely. a GSA in this school. When I was growing up there too, like in in Saskatchewan, thinking back to it now, I was very depressed. I was at the point where... Well, I, to be fair, you were in Saskatchewan. I was. But there was times where I didn't want to go to school. I didn't want to be around people. I didn't want to at all, right? And there was times that I tried not to think of it, but I did want to harm myself mm-hmm. yeah. at mm-hmm. times because it's a better way. So if there is a GSA, and that's where I think the law is just so ass backwards, yes. because if there is a GSA and I'm in it, I am way less likely to try self-harm. Yes. yes. Because mm-hmm. I am in a group of people that understand me yes. and care about me and, mm-hmm. and know exactly what's Supporting going on. You. And so even even if I don't have the supportive parents at home yes. who won't Which accept me Which many don't. Exactly. Mm-hmm. If I have a group of students who are like me yes. and who identify like me, when I am ready to come out, I, ha- I have a support network already in place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I come out, I have a, a safe area to go. So mm-hmm. when you have to go to school and, like Adam, you wake up in the morning and you are dreading going Every there day. because you are worried that you're going to get bullied or picked on or shoved in a locker or Hit. get totally bashed, mm-hmm. at least you know there is a safe place yeah, and you know there are people to yes. run to because you know who they are because y- you've shared their stories. You're all friends. And at least that way, even if it's the teacher liaison that's there, yes. you know you can go to them. Yes. Right? And you know that you can say things to them and... It'll be safe. Yeah, it's that one adult you, you know you yes. can trust. And I think that's what kids need is that adult. Absolutely. And even if it's in a GSA... And that's the other pro- problem that I've got, that the principal has to appoint it. Like, has to appoint the yes the, the liaison. Yeah, because what if I'm not comfortable with... Because I had homophobic teachers in, mm-hmm. in school. Yes. What if I'm not comfortable with the teacher you, you appoint? That's the problem. That's what I've even said about the government in our conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, have Jason Kenny, but have someone else that's the opposite yeah, so yeah. that you can work and find a middle ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Right? It's, it shouldn't be one or the other. Yeah. So, yeah. on the flip side, I do agree that if... There's harm. If there is harm to the mm-hmm. student that it needs to be brought up to the parents. Especially but, if the parents don't know but about this it. Isn't just, yeah. but, but it isn't just in a GSA. If, if your student is in your biology class mm-hmm. and they're talking about cutting their wrists yeah. or doing something to harm they themselves or they're harming harm. someone or someone or they have a partner that's beating the shit out of them, yeah. 
the teacher of that biology class has the legal legally there's bound, an obligation. Yeah, legally yeah. obligated to inform the parent that your child is being harmed. Okay, mm-hmm. so I just want to step in for a second. I'm going to share the story yeah. about you. Just um, not using names, maybe. I'm going to tell the story about you. You had just moved in, and I think I was pregnant with your brother still, or he was he was born. He was, he was really young. Yeah. yeah, he was probably within the first year. Yeah. And I got a call from your principal. And I don't know why you brought it up, because I think you were just looking for a whole lot of attention back no, then. No, it was we did, it was a short story, or it was some well, writing thing we did. And you confided in your principal? No, I wrote it in the story, and the teacher read it and gave it to the principal. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then... Uh, what a he, snitch. I know. Horrible. But he put it on paper. So when you put it into writing, what do you think other people? Yeah. Um, but the principal called me yeah. and said to me, um, you know, Eric needs to tell you something. And it's really important that you listen to his to what he has to say. And I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm going to beat him. <laughs> and she said, no, Eric needs to talk to you. And it's really important. Yeah. And please talk to him. And if he does not tell you, then please come talk to him. I said, just tell me what it is. And she said, no, I cannot do that. I just want you to know yeah. that Eric needs your support right now. Yeah. It freaked me out. I hung up the phone. Mm-hmm. I walked down the hall, sat on the bed, and I said, Eric, why'd your principal just call me? And then you shared with me yes. that your mother's yeah. boyfriend had been beating you and before I, and it was he came to me. Petrified to tell. I, yeah. I didn't want to tell... I didn't want to tell you because you would, have been, you would have been obligated to tell my father. Mm-hmm. And with his temper, I was petrified of yeah. my father. Yeah. And I, I, I didn't want him getting mad at me because I always thought it was my fault that I was being having right. a piss bit out, out of me, right? Yeah. And I, I realize that now yeah. as an adult. And he knew <laughs> when I told him. Yeah. He knew it. He was madder at the dude. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I thought how she handled it was fine. And I wasn't offended. But yeah. I think she also knew me enough by that point. Yeah. To know that she could trust me, and obviously you and I dealt with it. Yeah. Right? And uh, so I feel like they handled it correctly. However, is that how they're going to handle it now? Yeah. Or had they handled it? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like me, I had kind of like a situation, but actually one of my teachers, I brought it to her attention. Like we were, it was an English class, and she's like an old, she was an old bitty Mm -hmm. person from Mm -hmm. Britain. Yeah. And she was teaching us English, and during the break, because we had double English class, which was horrible, and during the break, I gave her the thing, because we were having study cards, and it said, Adam is gay on it, right? Oh, yeah. And it bothered me, even though I knew I I was, but I didn't want them to know, I never came out to them. So I gave it to her. She got livid. She took them all outside. She slammed the door, and she freaked at them. Good. She yelled at them. That's how I And said it's sexual harassment. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Sexual harassment and bullying. And it is. And she got she wanted the principal to get the police involved, but he said no. All they had okay. to do was write apology letters, not to me, to my parents. Oh. Which I was like so upset. Mm-hmm. That's what the principal and the vice principal made them do was write apology letter for and, how and they And what, you're just dangling out there in the wind? Yeah. That's disgusting. Uh, but yeah. I think it's actually, uh, that's almost part and parcel with, with, with the amendments to the bill. So you but even, she stood up for me. Exactly. You had an old bitty school marm yes. who still stood up for you and still going to have your back. And but I the still principal really and the vice that. principal wouldn't. Yeah. Exactly. So what if the liaison well, is actually there for you, but it's the principal and the vice that decide... You know what? What you say doesn't go. You're yeah. just yeah. a liaison, and that's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, liaisons, liais. Right now, I'm using. I'm throwing all of these fringe yeah. things in case you have <laughs> fringe. Totally, what it's from. I'm, 
Um, so they they don't make any decisions. It's still the principal so that has to make the decision. On that yeah. thought, on, on on that topic, if if a student is turned down for a GSA, they do have the right to take it to court and drag this through the court process. Mm-hmm. But at that point, what fifteen year old's going to do that? Exactly. exactly. Mm-hmm. So let's just take all of their security away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I went to school with with a guy named Pat. And he was a punk rocker back in my day. <laughs> he was the only gay person that I knew. Yeah. The only person. And one time we got stuck between no big closing doors and we laughed our faces off and almost beat our pants. Because gays are hilarious. They were. He was so funny. Yeah. He killed himself. Mm. He's the only gay that I knew in my high school. I'm still heartbroken over it because he was one of the most beautiful, amazing human beings. And he killed himself. He had no support. He had nobody. He was kicked out of his house. He mm-hmm. was. It was horrible. Yeah. Where is the support and love for these people? Yeah, yeah. I so, feel for them. Yeah. Right. I think we all do. Like I'm still broken, and that was. I'm gonna say five years ago, but we know. It was much <laughs> <longer>. <laughs> She's totally talking gay years. So yeah. 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 <laughs> 1965. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so we are just gonna take a really quick break. Because we don't have sponsors, but we like to play music. So give us a sec, and we will be right back. We're back. Um, uh, you're going to have to forgive... A, f- a segment of our uh, panel who's having a tropical moment uh, and also a, an emotional breakdown. Um, during the break, Adam was actually telling, uh, talking about a story about uh, how his parents reacted when they got the letters. Mm-hmm. And it was not as positive as Galen would have hoped. Nope. I, I think that's yeah. kind of boiling it down yep. to what it is. That's also very indicative of what the problem with the repealing of the GSAs is. Yeah. Yeah. Not... Every parent is Eric's mom. Yes. Right? And I think that is what we all have to remember. She's openly loving and accepting and caring and takes everyone for face value and has absolutely... She doesn't care. But most parents, especially in the areas that are going to be... I don't want to say hardest hit because then that makes it sound like a blight. But they're going to be the most affected because the parents are not going to be accepting. Yeah. And like that's well, that's I, my worry. So I, I do want to say understand. that if if there are parents out there that are like, "Well, I have a right to know what my child is doing." Mm-hmm. So first of all, do you have a right to know that your child is joining chess club exactly. or the debate king? Yeah, exactly. or like mm-hmm. something that is intellectually extracurricular. Yeah, I asked that because I have that yeah. friend, and uh, he said, "I hear what you're saying, Galen, but my cousin says that she has a right to know what's going on with her child." And I said, "She does, but does she?" Is she going to be supportive? Because if you're not going to be supportive of your, of your child, then quite frankly, I think you're losing all your rights. But as a, as a parent, I understand that you want to know what's going on with your kid. Yes. But if your kid doesn't trust you, they're not going to come to you anyway. That's exactly what I said. So if I'm going to have sex with my girlfriend or my boyfriend, yeah. I'm going to be doing it and I'm not going to come to you and tell you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to A, judge me, or B, treat me like crap because saying I'm too, yeah. too young or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, uh, Ray raises a good point because... If you're raising a quote-unquote normal child, you do not ask them about every time they're having, like, they're hanging out with Sarah, or right? So yes. if Billy's out with Jane, you're not asking them, hey, what did you do? Like, what's going on? You didn't expect, you don't ask them every time, hey, did you have sex? No. Yeah. But it, it's, it's implied or Unless it's accepted. Unless you're our, or, our father and he asks, 
Hey, did you hit that? Yeah, it, yeah. Well, <laughs> he's bossy. Uh, and I think the problem is most parents think that if you join a GSA, it's like some sex fueled orgy. Yes, like in on school property. But I even had principals say that you know, well, we don't have a dating club for straight people. Why should we have one for gay people? Yeah, I'm like, but school itself is a dating club for everybody. Yes, oh it's my a gosh, straight club. Oh. Yes, yeah, every day, yeah, and every day, and that's it. And it's again, it's just like that di- that dichotomy of. You see it on one side, but you can't accept it on the other for the exact yeah. same thing, yes. right? Exactly. Um, it's like all the way back to one million moms. Like that's oh. exactly what's happening. Yeah. Is that they wouldn't expect it for their straight kids? Why is it necessary to have for their gay kids? Mm-hmm. But what gets me is these one million moms. They're going to be the first ones to kick their kids out if they came to them with no outside influences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they came to them and said, "I'm gay." Those kids are kicked out. Yes. yes. So really homeless. what they should be called is one million bigots. Yes. yes. That's their nickname. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, I would use a different word, I but know I, would get, <laughs> I would get slapped oh, by yes, my mother. Yes, <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's not okay. This is, I just, and this friend that I was talking to, and he's a UCP person, and but we have many conversations about things, and not that every UCP individual has the same feelings. Yes. No. And I like, don't believe they do. Like, I, yeah, I don't. Yeah, no, not everyone. No, but and he's not a parent, so he does. He's like, explain it to me. I said, as a parent, I am given this gift, and even if I'm adopting that yeah. gift, I'm given this gift, and it is up to me to teach them how to survive in the world without me. <laughs> I, my kids will never be without me. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is that's my job. I'm supposed to teach them to be. Um, loving and caring and independent and think for themselves because I was given the opportunity to think for myself, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? So why is it now that we have to police every single thing? helicopter parenting. Yes. No, it's lawnmower parenting. Oh, it's it's so bad. I just, as a parent, when I hear that a a child's been kicked out, I, I, I can't even sleep. I'm so angry. I know. You want to call the kid and you I'm, want him to stay there. Yes. Crash your couch. Whatever. I know. I, I, so I, you know. we recently introduced my mother to Tales of the City. Oh. And no. she watched So she watched the, the newer version and I recently told her that. Um, I binged put, it all night. I, I really, I told her that they put on the original, the mm-hmm. first season of the original mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. And she's like, she calls me one day and she's like, I need my own Burberry Lane. <laughs> <laughs> all about it was about acceptance and it was about yes. welcoming people and it was about not caring what the difference was but you still can create a family yeah. and it's the exact opposite of what we fear is going to happen with the new bill that's passed yes. yeah. because it's just if you don't conform you're going to be ratted out on i think the worst the worst image that was in my head and i the all the ucp people either yes. and them splashing in the fountain oh yes yeah. okay yeah. Uh, but, after yeah. their 40 hours in the legislature yeah. passing the bill, and they were all happy that they were just finished and they were out. Yes. like But seeing all of these people frolicking in a fountain... Okay, I'm going to rewind that. Seeing all these old white men <laughs> frolicking in a fountain because yeah. they just took away the rights of GSD kids... Mm-hmm. So I'm going to stop you there. Yeah. So that photo that we saw, yeah. 
it, that happens every year after every after the end of, of a spring mm-hmm, session. Mm-hmm. They it's a tradition. They run through that fact. I know, I know. But, it, but so it's but, been associated with yeah. this. Yeah. Topic but I get where you're coming line. from as well because mm-hmm. it is you. You just went out. You took away rights, and you're now you're outside in celebrating. the sun celebrating, celebrating, celebrating that you took away our rights. Exactly. And even though you're celebrating because oh my god, I've done my job. Yeah. You're still taking away the rights and protections for a marginalized group of people. Yeah. And now that is the that is the that is the yeah. image that you have presented to the world and that we yeah. see. Yes. So uh, we're sorry about being fascists, mm-hmm. but let's go play in a pond. Yeah. yeah. Because gaily playing a pond. Yes, very gaily. <laughs> and I find like GSAs are crucial for the rural communities. Completely. I think they have to be. Yeah, they have to be. Especially that's crucial honestly, everywhere. Well, everywhere but but I think, it, okay, because in urban centers... I would feel more safe. I, yeah. Honestly, my thought when I was growing up, I want to be growing up in a city. Yeah. That's what I wanted to be. Yes. Right? So at least because there's others like I you. feel safe. Yes. Yeah. So, like, cause cause even though I didn't have a GSA in my school, I had access to a youth group through Calgary Outlink here in, in Calgary. I had mm-hmm. Exactly. But Adam, being in, in Maidstone, in the honestly, in the middle of nowhere, Saskatchewan, mm-hmm. you had no access to Not one that. thing. Yeah. But I had to be by myself. Even if there were, even if there was a GSA thoughts. in Buttfuck, Saskatchewan, wherever you're from, like <laughs> there could be like four people <laughs> in it, but at least it would be someone. But be, even yeah. if you were in that school and you didn't join it because you didn't feel like you could be comfortable in case mm-hmm. your parents went out or whatever, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they got exposed because of it. Yeah, at least you know the school is more supportive in that environment that they actually I would have one on the premises. Yeah. and just because you are in a GSA. Or a QSA does not mean you identify as part of the GSD. And that's the other yes. thing I want to say. It is a gay straight alliance. There is straight people in it. Yes, that's the whole point. Like it's not just a gay alliance. No, it's 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 GSD people and straight people coming together to make something, make the world a better place. So, and that was when when the whole kerfuffle started way back when, before they even when before the NDP even passed Bill Twenty Four. Yeah, I was talking about that. That why are you outing these people that are in a GSA if some of them are going to be straight. Yeah. What are you going to do? You're going to out them to their parents, and then they're yeah, like, they, oh, "Why are you to gay?" Go home to mom and be like, or go home to his parents, and the parents are like, "So you're gay now?" It's like, "No, mom, I still love Sally." Yeah, no, like, but, yeah. So, <laughs> but they but they've just been told by an adult. Mm-hmm. So who are they going to believe? The adult yeah. or their kids who lie to them all the time, quote unquote. So now they've accused the uh, so the principal has accused the child of being gay obviously because why else would you be in a GSA yeah. so the parents have kicked them out but they're still straight so mm-hmm. it, that is the one thing that's always driven me and maybe nuts. it's the name of the club maybe what they should be doing is what they did for Airdrie and call it like the unity club yes, yes. so yeah. you're unifying as a collective you're not yeah. using you're not separating um, yourself because you're gay straight that actually was, I think, a new part of the legislation. They can't call it a gay straight alliance. It ha- doesn't cannot have the word gay or anything in it. Because that's evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're allowed to have the word straight in something. I know, right? See, no, but they don't have it as a straight alliance. No, it but the, it has to be but, something like unified. Or but something that's like what I'm that. saying. They can't have the word gay, but they can have the word straight. They, yeah. they again, they have picked. Picked and choosed. That's not <laughs> cherry picked. That's cherry not picked. English. Yeah. Thank you. Cherry picked legislation on yeah. what we can and cannot do. Yeah. So I feel like all of our issues are generational too. And you know, Eric and I talk every morning on the way to my work, and everything's generational. And I feel like the the young parents coming in, with the exception of an, of a few, I feel that like the young parents coming in. Are a lot more open-minded, and they're they're willing to see the world in a different way. I remember, and none of you had this this 
thing. I've held a baby in my arms. I've given birth. And when that child comes out, all you want is the world just to like bow down to them and love them like you love them. That's as a parent, that's what you want. Mm -hmm. You want nothing bad to happen. And when Eric came out to me, I wasn't angry, and you were like really the first official person, other than like my friend Pat yeah. at school, and I knew about gays, and you know the whole thing. But really, like I, ha- I learned- I've heard about those gays, <laughs> I've heard about those gays. Uh, but Eric was the first one, like up close for me, yeah. other than my friend Pat, and. I remember the only thing I was worried about. I didn't care that you were saying it to me. I wondered if you were needing more of that attention from a father figure. But I knew nothing. And you and I have talked about this. But the thing that I was more concerned with was how people were going to view you. And how they were going to treat you. And that broke my heart because I knew what goes on. I know the hatred. Yeah. And that, so I can see some of these parents going, no, I don't want my kid being gay because I don't want bad stuff to happen. You know, same with your parents. My mm-hmm. mom was the same thing. Yeah, she said I don't that want she's it. known people like, you know, that got yeah. bashed. And she's like, like I don't be, want that by Please son. be yeah. straight. So, like, yeah. nothing bad happens so to you. I do remember that you told me that I would have, that, well, you accepted me, I would have problems being accepted within. Um, my extended family's on yes. both sides. Yeah. Um, so and this was I was what fifteen going on into going into grade it's ten. Like um, so because I had no access to any sort of gay literature or gay, gay uh, role models, um, I went into grade ten and I I, I was worried the whole year because I was like because I, I I had no interest in girls like zero interest. But I'm like, well, I'm going to have. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to have to be straight, and I, I, I was starting like, I, I was a real foolhardy plan. But I'm like, <laughs> like most of yours are right. <laughs> yeah. um, but I, I'm gonna I, get down with damn bitches. <laughs> I, I had, I was starting to think about how am I going to pull off being straight so I'm accepted by my family because at the, at that point I was petrified of losing my family, and there are I'm still petrified of losing parts of my family for sure. But I, and it wasn't until my life fell apart that summer and I, I was removed from my home because of my own stupid actions that I kind of realized, well, I've already lost everything. So who cares? And I went into grade 11 with a vengeance. And I was like, I'm gay bitches. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, then I realized did. no one cared. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, but, exactly. but had my life not fallen apart that summer, I probably still would have been in the closet yeah. deep into my twenties. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And you would have been an angry Angry person. I would have been such an angry teenager. More than usual. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what gets me, and I'm talking about the states here, is well, you hear more stories of these politicians are so against, you know, gays and everything. And they're the ones coming out of the bathroom, oh, God, zipping yeah. up their zippers. With a page boy. With yeah. a page boy. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's, uh, again, they're, they're, they're fighting it because that's what their constituents want. That is what they're... Um, the people that elected them, mm-hmm. they, they run on platforms of family family values. If you disown your kid because they're gay, you don't have any family values. You yes, don't. I, you don't. We're it, speaking it, from experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's true. I, I, how can you call yourself a parent if you don't accept your child completely? For who they are. You know, and my kid could do something completely wrong. Which he does often. And I have. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I take that, I put it in a box, and I put it up here. And him and I talk about absolutely everything. And as a parent, my job is to love him through it. I I sympathize so much with these parents. I watched a video not too long ago, the mother of one of the guys 
at Columbine, one of the shooters, and he's dead. And I and I, I listened to her story, and I was like, oh my God, yes, she is terrified and sad for everyone that this happened to, and cannot believe that that newborn baby is hers. But she still loves him. Yeah, he's dead, and she and she remembers the good. But she also has to live with that bad, mm-hmm. right? And it's not because of what she did. It's it's as a parent, we are supposed to love our children, mm-hmm. no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. And and or why did you become a parent? Like you well, know, like, that's, that's the whole the case. thing. Like, you became a parent so that you could run somebody's life. Yeah. Because the second they hit legal age, they're gone. You're right. Fourteen in my case. Fourteen <laughs> <laughs> in her case. Right? I know. Yeah. Exactly. And I think you had different extenuating circumstances with your mom and stuff, right? So I think that would have been a totally different experience for you then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's generational. And I, and I think we're, we're seeing a change. And I think um, the entire community, I don't know what to call all of you. GSAs? Is that GST. what you're GST. 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 I'm Gender sorry. No, no disrespect. I, I screwed up all <laughs> okay, the time. Okay, so my mother has been so good. She's, <laughs> she tries so hard to get the full acronym out. I really do. And she's like, it just and she, it just comes out of this gumball. So I'm like, GSD mom, just say GSD. GSD. <laughs> it's generational. And yeah. and people are learning. I, I've, I've seen older people that are more accepting, even though they don't understand. And it's not something that they need in their life. But they're being respectful. Well, This is about being respectful of the somebody else. It's about perception, as my word has been this year. And my mom's, my mom's even view and my dad's view has yeah. all changed, too, like in terms yes. of it, right? Growing up in a because they're smartly, in a small town. they want to love you for the rest mm-hmm. of their lives. Yeah. And that's what a parent is. I don't understand your choice, Adam, yeah. but... And I think we've normalized it for them, too, because they've seen yes. a long-lasting, relationship. healthy relationship. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they can see it and say, okay, it's just like ours. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. My so, mom has always said to me, she said to me, though, one time that it's not the life that she would have chose, right? Yes. It's not the life that you would chose, choose for your child because it is a hard life. That's exactly right? what I said to Eric yeah. when he came out to me. But literally, like, the, the path that your child takes, is it ever the life that they, you would have never. chosen? No, anyway? exactly. Yeah. Never. never. I, want, I want my daughter to be like and instead of being on Broadway, but fearful, she's not going. Fearful that it's going to be a harder life. Why don't we implement changes that says, let's not make it harder for people who are gay or make it easier for them? Make it acceptable that they can be who they are. To your point, Ray, on that one is right now, and this is what we all forget about is we have four, for the first time in our history, we have four generations of people vying for power and a voice in in how our world is run. Mm -hmm. And so we have two older generations that hold most of that power, but we have the two younger generations that we're starting to get in there, we're getting our foot in the door, but we're still not being listened to as much because the older generations just still see us as We just need a good heart attack. (laughs) (laughs) They're all going to die. I'm not wishing for that. (laughs) I'm just saying. But we do see it a lot. And I think, especially with like last year's uh, like midterms and whatever in the States, um, Cortez. Uh, Yeah. uh, Alexandra Osco Cortez. Yes. I can never say her name properly. I'm so sorry. I think she's a really good torchbearer. Yes. For what we expect the newest generation of politicians yes. to yeah. be. Like mm-hmm. that, yes. uh, if everyone, if all of our elected officials could be that fierce yes. and that yes. ferocious and that just open about yeah. everything, uh, we wouldn't be in the, the way we state are right now. that we are in. I just, right? I, I feel like if our premier would to say, were to say, you know what, 
It's an, I don't agree. However, those are my personal choices, mm -hmm. and I'm not going to live my life that way. But because I'm running this province, everyone is a human, and everyone has rights. Yeah. Bam. Look at it that way. If you're paying yeah. taxes, you have done. rights. Yeah. Thank you. And if 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 you want to judge, if you want to take away my rights, then I shouldn't have to be paying those taxes. Exactly. Right? Like, let's get right down to it. Everyone has, has an opinion. Doesn't mean it's right. Yeah. But let's just start treating people like human beings. That's it. Yeah. Respect and dignity. Yes, for everybody. Because you know what? That gay black man is going to be saving your life if he's a doctor in a hospital. Mm -hmm. And you are going to be thankful for that man. Exactly. Or woman. Or transgender individual. Right? Yep. You're going to be thankful that they were there. Exactly. Yeah. Right? I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> I hear the choir singing. Yes, yes. exactly. <laughs> so I want to say before we finish off here, I know we've had a lot of, we'll say anti-conservative views, mm -hmm. because there are a lot of conservative views that we as a panel here do not agree with. Right. We are not saying every conservative is bad. No. There are a lot of great conservatives out there. Absolutely. That we, that we know that are in our lives day in and day out. How... Sorry, I was, I'm sure you're a great person, but that's yeah. <laughs> what you give us all the time. <laughs> However, the people, the conservatives currently representing those conservative voices do not have our best interests at heart. They are running on, on they are currently giving us a platform of hate. And the image they are presenting is very anti-GSD at the moment. So... I, I do want to make that clear that when we are talking about conservatives, it is the people in power representing those voices. That's right. It's conservatives mm -hmm. with a big C. Yes. Not conservatives with a little C. With a little C. Yeah. yeah. So to those conservatives that happen to listen to our podcast, first of all, thank you for staying with us. Yeah. Yeah. Who are sorry. you? <laughs> but demand better from those representatives. Yes. Mm -hmm. Write your MLAs. Because if you are listening to yeah. us, you are better than them already. Yes. That's right. Mm -hmm. Show them. So write to those MLAs or your MPs. Mm -hmm. Sit down and make appointments because I yeah. learned today I'm allowed to make an appointment with the Premier and oh, give yeah. them a piece of my mind. And I think you and I are going yes. with my parade people. My <laughs> parade days. But make those appointments. Talk to those people and tell them that, you know what, fine, give me a stronger economy, put more money back in my Absolutely. pocket. But don't, don't, don't fuck with my children. Demand better representation from your representatives that is kind of the big message that i have coming out of this is yeah. demand it better well yes. and don't yeah. mess up the people of the future yeah well yeah because guess what mr premier <laughs> they're going to be, gonna be in a nursing home yeah. taking being taken care of by these guys yeah mm -hmm. oh right? tripped over the plug <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah and, and that, I, I don't and that queer feeding you pudding mm -hmm. is not going to give you like the chocolate yeah so you're yeah. Be stuck with <laughs> Tapioca That's right. every day until you die. <laughs> I don't want us to go away preaching bad about, no. you no. know, because I think at the core he could be a decent human being from what I've heard from people who met him. And I, and I want to believe that he can be. I just want to get in front of him and be able to talk to him and say, okay, human beings. After kicking him in the nuts? <laughs> Terry. What? I'm just saying. <laughs> I just I feel it's important because um, we're changing. Yeah. This world is changing, and new people are coming in, and so, it's a generational thing. It's perception. People need to recognize. The reason I say this is because in three months we head into a federal election mm -hmm. where mm -hmm. our liberal, the Liberal Party led by Justin Trudeau, will most likely not survive. Yeah. Well, won't, won't gain another term, yeah. and we are very likely about to see a conservative federal government again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. 
when you're watching those debates or you are you are you're you mm-hmm. see those members canvassing ask them the questions yes. ask them about the social questions and then Make demand better for, from them mm-hmm. say if i'm going to if i'm going to elect you into office to represent my voice i need to know that you are focusing on building a stronger economy yes. versus also, taking yeah. away rights from yeah. from people like, i care about Let's Both. just make it humans. Yeah. yeah, it's just you need to figure out what is the most important to yes. you. Yeah, right. Is it a human rights issue, or is it being able to live yeah. with the economy? It's yeah. either like, and I can't. I hate to say that it's it's either or, but it literally probably will come down to that. Unfortunately, yeah. if yes. if, if the federal election is anything like the provincial election exactly. was, it exactly will come down to economy, economy versus social, social rights. Yeah. yeah. And unfortunately, and that's what really hurts, is that social justice lost in our provincial election. Well, and it will probably lose in the federal, too. It will, because the same people that rose up in the states in 2016 are the same people that rose up in our uh, provincial election. It's going to be the same people that are going to be rising up in the federal election. And I think until one of those people, those major supporters, something happens to them personally or they know somebody personally and it is affected yeah that until that time they're not going to change they don't want to they just want that's what's so angry is they just want to stay in one way and this world is so colorful and i'm not talking about the gsd i'm talking about it's colorful in general Mm -hmm. you know my skin color is totally different than your skin color we're both caucasian yeah do you know what i'm saying it's such a colorful world that there's so much beauty in it. And also helps that you spend more time in the sun and Adam's been inside for well, two years. Well, there's that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's so much beauty in this world with the individual people. And I don't necessarily like every aspect of somebody when I meet them, but I recognize them for who they are as that individual. And that's what we need to do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's, that's, that's the future. Preach, sister. Exactly. Preach. Yeah. All right. Um... I think we've <laughs> we've gone deep. We've uh, like, yeah, uh, very deep. It's so deep. Like Lord, I can't even like. Like I mean, to the elbow deep. No, yeah. no, like to the shoulder deep. Shoulder. Yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. To the heart. <laughs> you reach it all the way up there. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> oh Lord, that's a visual I never wanted. To yeah, me. Anywho, it's a tough topic to like it end is. up on a light note. So. I'm just gonna take it as I, it is. I definitely, I definitely look forward to the comments on this story. Yes, yeah. please, please do talk about it. And with if us. you know where my Barbary Lane is, please <laughs> yes. let me know. We will find her a, a 28 Barbary Lane somewhere. Thank you. Um, speaking of, I uh, like, want everyone to thank our very special guest, Gaylene, for Yay. joining us on today's podcast yes. um, as the, a beacon of hope and wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> also, thank you for joining us like super last minute as I call you like <laughs> half an hour before we start to record. Oh hey, remember he. You want to be part of this? Get your ass over here. <laughs> um, all right. So that's all we got for today. Thanks for listening to this episode of Pride Social YYC. And you can find us on Pride Social YYC on the Instas, the Tweets, and the Facebooks. If you like what we had to say, please like, comment, subscribe, leave a review, all that fun jazz. Thanks for listening, kids. Bye. Bye. Love and light, bitches. I think I want to close the story with a little anecdote. It's going to be so depressing. Good Lord, it's terrible. <laughs> um, I was thinking about it uh, when, you know, our whole world collapsed and we 
rang in a premier that was ready to ride his gas-guzzling truck into his acceptance speech. He ran on a platform of wanting to recover from financial woe. Yes. So he was promising jobs. He was promising all the this economy stuff. He was promising thing. economy. Yeah, on the side, he had these little things that he wanted to fix, but he was really running on the platform of, I'm, I'm going to make you money again. Yeah. So yes. everyone else was uh, okay to turn a blind eye to, yeah. you know, These maybe taking away someone's rights. Yeah. There was another guy who also ran on a very similar platform about 90 years ago in Germany. His name was Adolf Hitler. Mm-hmm. It was after the war. All he said was, let's get this economy going again. Vote for me and we'll get you jobs. Oh, but we're also going to not like a certain part of the population. They were like, okay, we don't care about them. I'm making the money. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we all know how that turned out. Mm-hmm. 